Today we're going to finish uh, session 34. Session 34 was received March 4th, 1981. Now we are 34 years out. Last time we discussed some aspects of uh, karma and higher self pre-incarnative programming, programming of catalyst, so that, you know, catalyst for, for spiritual growth, meaning uh, <clears throat> dynamics of our body or birth family, parents, siblings, uh, conditions of opportunity and challenge in the early life, but also throughout the life, catalyst or triggers for us um, in the handling of those difficulties or the making use, hopefully good use, of those opportunities uh, for soul progression. <clears throat> and so Ra talked about their view of karma and um, how that relates to catalyst and different types of catalyst relating to physical body, relating to interpersonal or mental. Um, these are comparable to the, uh, the, the worldly winds that Buddhism talked about, Gautama talked about. The, four, the eight worldly winds are four pairs affecting the physical level, the material level of our life, the um, emotional and mental, also really all levels of life, uh, gain, uh, gain and loss, uh, pleasure, it's really pleasure and pain, gain and loss, uh, praise and blame, and then honor and dishonor. So it can be that uh, some of program catalyst includes physical pain, includes material loss or even emotional loss, uh, dishonor, <clears throat> and blame. Now, there's, uh, this is all, this is not separate from karmic causality, meaning uh, it's not that higher self plucked it out of a hat and it's um, undeserved or discontinuous with the karmic causes or, or the karma that we carry through from past lives or what we, dis what we ourselves have set into motion. So <clears throat> it's just that, that there's an arrangement of uh, the specifics and the timing, the details of karmic return uh, by higher self. It's not that this is outside of uh, karmic cause and effect, and you create your own reality, you create your own life, you made your body, you made your mind, you made your life, you made in one way or another, your associates, your associations or relationships or presence in a group or absence of a group, you know, all of this is, uh, you know, you reaping what we've sown. It's just that higher self uh, is a major force for the arrangement and the timing of karmic return, all of which can be seen as catalyst. When it's uh, arranged by higher self, we can call it programming. It can be programmed before birth and also during the life, depending on changes we've made. And, it, and it's positive and negative, too, meaning uh, a person who has, uh, let's say, passed certain tests, like Nityananda said, uh, every moment is a test. That's true, in a sense, for sure. Uh, a person who can, who, who's demonstrated um, higher qualities, which are qualities of basically fourth and fifth and sixth chakra. That's all we're talking about. The person who's demonstrated the development of fourth and fifth and sixth chakras uh, is a person who could be called learning from their life catalyst. That person would deserve or um, may uh, also then program what would be seen as uh, beneficial or are favorable, uh, fortunate, positively fortunate karmic return or program catalyst during the life too, like certain wonderful opportunities to meet a, par a partner or for opportunity for work or learning or money or health or whatever. Uh, these things are also, may also be programmed. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Don was asking about different types of catalyst, how it relates to the unmanifested self, which is really a strange term, but it's sort of the self um, as an autonomous agent, independent, uh, 
of a relationship or group life and pertains more to our, our process with body and our process with mind and emotions. But, <clears throat> you know, everything that, every type of catalyst, even if it's based in relationship or group activity, uh, is affecting the person. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's, <clears throat> that's affecting the unmanifest self or affecting the self, <laughs> oneself. Uh, but it's just that some forms of catalyst uh, are very are, are not generated in relationship with others or groups, and so Ra went over contagious diseases and birth defects, <clears throat> and um, uh, how people um, are given uh, challenges by those particular forms of catalyst that may be related to the body or genetics, uh, presenting lessons or tests. And as I've said, whose who's wise and balanced handling and resolution to move back to balance, <clears throat> to continue on a positive path, continue with the development of love and wisdom uh, and balance, uh, to the, the, the wise and uh, ideal balance, uh, ideal handling and resolution of those challenges is the opportunity for growth. And the, the better we handle challenging catalysts, uh, the more we will have grown. And growth then occurs uh, in the relation to catalyst by um, skillful, skillful response as much as possible. And that makes good karma and less necessity to have more trouble in the future because we've already learned the, the lessons or made the inner, needed inner growth that's associated with um, the resolution of such problems. If the person knows how to count to ten, they're not going to be given tests to count to one to ten. They already know how to count to one to ten. They don't need another test that says, please count to one to ten, from one to ten. <clears throat> so when we learn something, there really is no more need to continue getting the same challenge uh, or the same catalyst or experience in the loose sense of the word experience uh, which would whose resolution would require certain inner development when the inner development been, has been made there's no need for the same testing or catalyst whose resolution you know <clears throat> whose resolution requirements have already been met meaning the requirements of handling it well we've already done, or we demonstrate, or we have inbuilt and, and integrated. So, uh, Ra made the distinction in 34.9 um, in terms of um, catalyst, uh, self-catalyst, catalyst comes to self in relation to society, and um, Ra is saying that societal, this is 34.9, Societal and self-interactions most often concentrate upon second and third energy centers. So, don't ever forget that. <laughs> that is a key, key point. All of our relationship life, anything, even including thinking about others, or our feelings about others, uh, let alone our speech and action with others, with society and individual selves, mainly concentrate upon second and third rays. And so we will experience more ease and uh, flow, easy, harm, e easy natural flow with others, with groups, as second and third chakras are less blocked, period. And second and third chakras are resonant with fourth and fifth, right? One, three, five, seven, two, four, six, chakra lines, second chakra resonant to four and six, not only, but particularly, third chakra resonant to five and seven, but particularly five. So the salvation of two and three is the development of four and five. Very, very much so. Meaning the healing of one, two, three is primarily done by four and five, meaning love wisdom. And so love wisdom, love wisdom, we say this all the time. This is an unconditional acceptance and, and capacity to really um, accept it and admit it and feel it and allow it and be with it, uh, neither grasping nor aversion, with neither grasping nor aversion, Buddhist two of the three poisons, <clears throat> not um, making more of it than it is, not hating ourselves uh, for it, 
not getting stuck in bitterness to society, um, not um, uh, becoming attached even to you know what might feel good, but we know it's not really our way, and then wisdom discernment to be clear about all that. Um, Ra is saying that um, those most active in attempting to remake or alter society are often are those working from feelings of being correct personally or having answers which will put power in a more confect, more correct configuration. Uh, and that's a very second, third, chart, second, third chakra perspective. But uh, some people working in society are not obviously stuck in second, third ray. Ra said, there are some few whose desires to aid society are of a green ray nature or above. These entities, however, are few due to the understanding of fourth ray or the understanding natural to fourth ray or heart that universal love freely given is more to be desired than principalities or even arrange, rearrangement of peoples or political structures. And I'm not being critical of anybody who desires rearrangement of peoples or political structures or redistribution of power. I think there should be, you know, I think Martin Luther King said something like, uh, justice is the calculus of love. Something like that. It's a brilliant um, comment about the relationship between wisdom, justice, and love. And uh, social justice is surely uh, love-based wisdom or seeking social justice comes from love-based wisdom. And so there's nothing blocked about that. It's just a matter of uh, how the person is in their seven chakra array. So the new material starts at 3410. Don asks, if an entity were to be strongly biased towards positive social societal effects, what would this do to his yellow ray and the aura, as opposed to an entity who wanted to create an empire of society and govern it with an iron fist. So that's, you know, positive and negative. What would be the difference in the yellow ray activity of these two entities, meaning the one who wants uh, to, <clears throat> uh, strong, strongly wishes for positive justice, equality, freedom, fairness, benefit to all type changes for society and those who, you know, want to rule the world. Ra explains, let us take two such positively oriented active souls, no longer in your physical time space. In this case, it means physical time period or physical space time domain, 3D physical. The one known as Albert, which was Albert Schweitzer, who went into a strange and to it a barbaric society in order that it might heal. He went to, I think, um, Belgian Congo, something like that. This entity was able to mobilize great amounts of energy and what you call money, which he got from the, the Westerners. This entity spent much green ray energy, both as a healer and as a lover of your instrument known as the organ. He was an organ player, Schweitzer. This entity's yellow ray was bright and crystallized by the efforts needed to procure the funds to promulgate its efforts to fund his programs in Africa. However, the green and blue rays were of a toweringly brilliant nature as well. How about that? Toweringly brilliant nature. So you want to see a guy who has great fourth and fifth chakra activation, go to Google Images and key, uh, Albert, key the, word Albert Schweitzer, the words Albert Schweitzer. You'll see pictures of him. He looks like, um, he looks like um, Mark Twain. He had that kind of handlebar mustache at some point. But you can see an interesting face there. And, um, you know, we can remember <clears throat> what Ra said, commenting on his uh, massive development of green and blue, as well as no problem in yellow, meaning uh, his uh, social relations were dynamic and strong and active and intense and yet guided by love and wisdom in balance. The higher levels, as you may call them, being activated meaning four and five, the lower, as you may call them, energy points remain in a balanced being quite, quite bright. Quite, quite bright. Um, so when Ra repeats words, then you know they're written serious. They call the earth changes very, very trivial. And they're saying that Schweitzer's um, um, lower energy points were quite, quite bright. 
meaning he was a good guy with individuals, and he was a good guy and smart and strong and dynamic with groups, and that's how he got the money for his projects in Africa. So he was a very strong Christian and organ player and um, very profound humanitarian. So then <clears throat> the other example is Anthony Martin, which is Martin Luther King, who, um, as I said before, made this quote that I'm impressed with, something like, justice is the calculus of love, uh, something like that. The, the fact that true justice is, is the wisdom modulation of love, or is a manifestation of the wisdom born of love, and goodwill, and virtue, and, and, and care for humanity. This entity, Martin Luther King, dealt in a great degree with rather negative orange ray and yellow ray vibratory patterns. However, this entity was able to keep open the green ray energy, and due to the severity of its testing, if anything, this entity may be seen to have polarized more towards the positive due to its, its, not he, its fidelity to service to others in the face of great catalyst. <clears throat> so, um, the phrase he the entity dealt in a great degree with, uh, doesn't necessarily mean that he himself was of rather negative orange ray and yellow ray, yellow ray vibratory patterns. Um, I've looked at that phrase a bit, because I've read this before. Uh, my sense is that he dealt, to say that he dealt in, dealing in, he, his life was dealing in, was involved in dealing with, rather negative second-ray, third-ray dynamics, mainly of the people around him, as far as I can tell. And so I don't think he was rather negative in any way, or he had blockages. And you can see that, that Rob puts him in a lower category than Schweitzer, um, basically because of the, um, the aggression around him that he had to um, harmonize or work through. But he was able to keep um, his heart open. He went through severity of testing. And um, interestingly, Ra seems to imply that due to the severity of its testing, if anything, this entity may be seen to have polarized more, more towards the positive, more to the positive than the negative, yes, but more towards the positive than Schweitzer, maybe, maybe. Schweitzer was a very saintly and brilliant and strong, a very capable man, <clears throat> a real high soul, and maybe one of the elder race, frankly, meaning the group 25,000 years ago of South America that decided to stay. But it may be that, that Martin Luther King polarized more positively than Schweitzer. I don't know, but he certainly was dealing in a very different milieu with a lot of negativity around. <clears throat> so then Don gets their names, and we move on, 3412, can you give me the same type of information that we've been getting here with respect to the unmanifested self interacting between self and gadgets, toys, inventions? So, not self to other self, or self to group, <clears throat> you know, you can say self to other self, self to the societal self, this is a self, this is more second ray working with other selves, third ray working with society, or societal self. And then, mainly first and second ray, dealing with self-gadgets, gadgets and toys and inventions and the material stuff of 3D world, Ra said, in this particular instance, we again concentrate for the most part in the orange and yellow energy centers. Okay, so <clears throat> Ra is saying it is the, 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 the self-relationship to toys or material objects and the artifacts of 3D is mainly... Uh, dyna is mainly affecting and associated with second, third rays, uh, depending on how they use it, how they um, interact with other. In a negative sense, many of the gadgets among your peoples, that is what you call your communication devices and other distractions, such as the less competitive games, may be seen to have the distortion <clears throat> of keeping the mind-body-spirit complex unactivated, so that yellow and orange reactivity is much weakened <clears throat> thus carefully decreasing the possibility of eventual green ray activation. So that's these are um, gadgets, <clears throat> uh, like communication devices, like people's cell phone particularly, and, uh, you know, 
less intense sports activities have um, have the effect of keeping people unactivated or not working through second, third ray blockage, not making them necessarily more blocked, but weakening. So there are all sorts of dynamics that can affect chakras. There is blocking and unblocking, or blockage on blockage and clearance. There's also strengthening and weakening. And so they're different. But Ra's saying that for most for people who are highly involved with their uh, cell phone or any kind of communication device uh, or you know non-competitive sports or mild sporting activities like you know like riding right like uh, horseback riding sports or anything <laughs> or uh, polo <clears throat> or uh, what you know anything that people spend time doing weak kind of not not intensive sports necessarily keeps them unactivated or not not polarizing and then second and third ray yellow and orange third and second gets what weakened the chakras get weakened so people are less vital people are less alive they're more dull or dim uh, and that carefully decreases which might be an allusion to the negative sponsorship of those activities and those objects that keep people weakened carefully decreasing the possibility of eventual green ray activation that might be in the crusaders handbook the orion crusaders handbook then Ra goes on others of your gadgets may be seen to be tools whereby the entity explores the capabilities of its physical or mental complexes and in some few cases the spiritual complex thus activating orange ray in what you call your team sports and other gadgets such as your modes of transport so the term gadget applies to a lot of stuff here these may be seen to be ways of investigating the feelings of power more especially power over others or a group power over another group of other selves and so <clears throat> in this case um, uh, we're talking not about distraction and weakening or deactivating the lower centers or the self vitality, but uh, some kind of exploration of body, excuse me, or mind, or uh, higher potentials, uh, which is which is an activation. You know, see the the the, the, curi the curious mind is here involved in this um, type of usage of tools and gadgets while in the first the person basically just becomes you know becomes a dullard but here we're talking about some mental involvement of curiosity for exploration and learning and some kind of careful development uh, in relation to the tool or object or gadget or whatever <clears throat> uh, in this case Raw talks about team sports and um, other modes of transport, <laughs> like what, a bus and a car? And so, yeah, you know, a lot of people make a big deal out of their car. Uh, a lot of people make a big deal uh, from sports, of course. And uh, this may be activating or involve activation of chakras, particularly, we're talking about orange, sense of self, in relation to this exploration or their activity, which involves an exploration or um, a learning in some sense, uh, investigating feelings of power, um, you know, trying out the negative path. <laughs> power over others, second ray, or group power over another group. Uh, and so people who have an obsession with guns, people who have an obsession with cars, people who have crazy about sports, um, may be, uh, may or may not be investigating in some deep mind way um, their core values associated with power over other, whether it's an individual or a group. Um, they may or may not be learning from that, and catalysts may be provided, you know, by for these things. So it's all very specific. We can question, you can question that stuff later if you want. Uh, but <clears throat> Um, there is, you know, potential evolutionary benefit um, to the use of these gadgets and team sports and all of this stuff. Uh, but it's really very much associated with 3D natives. I think wanderers um, have a little less to, to learn and grow. There's a little less, 
grist for the mill here for wanderers to get highly involved in material objects. So depends on again on how it's used. 3413, what is the general overall effect of television on our society with respect to this catalyst or, or as catalyst? Ross says, without ignoring the green ray attempts of many to communicate via this medium TV, such information, truth, and beauty as may be helpful, we must suggest that the sum effect of this gadget is that of distraction and sleep. Ra had said distraction, sleep, and anonymity are three of the main characteristics of Earth Humanity Society, social group. Distraction uh, and sleep. Distraction is mental and sleep may be called spiritual. And so, and anonymity, right? People are sitting there alone or sitting in a group mesmerized by their television, not communicating with each other. Or their shallow communication is talking about what's on the TV and then they go back to zombification, staring into the tube. So, uh, this is also carefully designed and television has uh, the most nefarious intentions uh, for usage planned by Illuminati and negative humans. Um, Anton LaVey, a famous Satanist follower of Crowley and uh, a guy who maybe had some big trouble on his deathbed, said something like, I believe, television is the, the, the way by which Satan will be brought to the masses. Something like that. Now I think it's the cell phone, frankly. So, <clears throat> not nice. 3414, can you give me the same type of information that we've been getting with or working on now? with respect to the self-relationship with war and rumors of war. This is a little deeper, and Ross said, uh, 3414, you may see this in relationship to your gadgets, uh, meaning it's related to how we relate to gadgets and and gadgets as a form of catalyst. This war and self-relationship is a fundamental perception of the maturing entity. There is a great chance to accelerate in whatever direction is desired, positive or negative. One may polarize negatively by assuming bellicose action attitudes for whatever reason. One may find oneself in the situation of war and polarize somewhat towards the positive, activating orange, yellow, and then green by heroic, if you may call them, actions taken to preserve the mind-body-spirit complexes of other selves, meaning the body, saving, saving uh, you know, one's companions. Finally, one may polarize very strongly fourth ray, they made a mistake in the original, very strongly fourth ray, meaning green, by expressing the principle of universal love at the total expense of any distortion towards involvement in bellicose actions, meaning conscientious objector, or walking away. I'm not going to fight. Sorry, you can put me in jail, but I won't fight. In this way, the entity may become a conscious being in a very brief span of your time-space. This may be seen to be what you would call a traumatic progression, (laughs) as many are. It is to be noted that among your entities, a large percentage of all progression has as catalyst trauma. And so, this is actually a very important answer. I have another YouTube talk where I talked about uh, all of Ra's mention of trauma. It's in one of the previous YouTube talks. Catalyst, uh, you know, Ra's noting that uh, among humanity and historically, a large, large percentage of all progression uses the catalyst of trauma. And um, that's, you know, true and unfortunate. <clears throat> uh, uh, it's the result of having not having used non-traumatic catalyst effectively enough and uh, basically getting to the bottom of the barrel in, in a metaphysical sense whereby... The person <clears throat> won't be won't be interested in spiritual seeking or looking within or knowing thyself or growing without traumatic catalyst. They're not interested. They're not really keen to do soul progression without trauma, um, shocking and awing and uh, upsetting. That has you know that cannot be avoided. That's the point about traumatic catalyst is you can't turn away from it you have to deal with it in some way. You can put your head down and let it destroy you, uh, but you have to face it. 
and and acknowledge that there really is a problem here that needs addressing. Uh, without traumatic catalyst, it seems that a lot of people don't address their life very uh, carefully. So, but in terms of the war and self relationship, it's a fundamental perception of the maturing entity as the entity as we mature. Our perceptions of war and peace and our relationship to them keep changing. <clears throat> um, war is a very important form of catalyst, um, giving a great chance to accelerate in whatever direction desired or any direction. Ross said, uh, <clears throat> one may polarize negative, positive, or um, uh, or become <clears throat> become a conscious being in a very brief span of time. These are different. So, then, of course, one may polarize negative by becoming bellicose for whatever reason, uh, meaning, uh, yeah, you know, war, war is good, we've got to break some eggs and uh, to make the omelets and uh, just collateral damage and uh, kill, kill, you know, is the way uh, we preserve our way of life and uh, all the lies of governments and militaries. These people are basically just selfish and morally um, morally obtuse, uh, but they're on the negative path, and they continue using war and rumors of war and aggression and deception, strategies of tension and destabilization and dot, 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 <clears throat> to continue their negative polarization. They don't want peace. The, the leader, human leadership, military leadership, economic leadership, financial at least, they don't want peace. Peace is, peace is bad for business actually as far as we're talking about real big money not 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 mega corporation we're talking about globe spanning or multinational um, money endeavors uh, war is the best for them so then uh, one may also be in war and po and polarize somewhat towards the positive activating second third fourth chakras by heroism by uh, help you know, actions taken to preserve others or save the lives of those around one. Uh, Ra is saying somewhat towards the positive. Uh, how much depends on many things and the level of the soul and all sorts of things. But then <clears throat> there's also the possibility of very strong green ray polarizing, polarization, or what Ra calls becoming a conscious being in a brief span of time very brief. Conscious being, in the sense, really means making contact with higher self um, and aware of one's beingness by the strong development of love. Uh, and in this case, we're talking about uh, total, um, total avoidance of any involvement in war whatsoever. I mean, turning away from the whole thing. Now, does that mean not knowing about it? I think that doesn't include that, but it means I'm not going to participate in war in any way, this this moral position, um, which of course then gets them imprisoned by the governments. So uh, this um, war in general is a traumatic a form of traumatic traumatic catalyst, or form of catalyst that is traumatic. Raw called it a traumatic progression. I would just say it's um, trauma. Uh, trauma-based catalyst um, or soul progression um, making use of trauma-based catalyst. And so there's trauma-based mind control and there's trauma-based uh, soul progression. Uh, one can surely work harder when there's more work to do or make great development in the face of great testing, challenging. 3415 Ra corrects their mistake of 3414 and said, we intended Green Ray in relationship to the person who completely um, uh, closes the door to any involvement in war in any way. I mean, a real pacifist is Ahimsa. This is Ahimsa. Harm Ahimsa, no Himsa, harmlessness. Radical harmlessness. And that that... Um, like, you know, some of the Eastern mystic religions talk about, uh, one can make very rapid progression 
it is very possible to make very rapid soul progression down here on planet Earth. And so Ra said, becoming a conscious being in a very brief span of time, time space. That's uh, very possible. And so great uh, soul progression in a very short period of time can be done down here on the ground in 3D space-time, for sure. It's just a matter of knowing how that's done, truly, and having some guidance with that. Ross said, we intended green ray, our difficulty lies in our perception of red ray and violet ray as fixed. Thus the inner rays are those which are varying and are to be observed as, in brackets, those indications of seniority in attempts to form a harvest. And that's what I've said many times. The key understanding of the chakras is 2 through 6, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. The personal self, 2, 3. The transpersonal self, 4, 5. The unified self, 6. And then that, that pentagram, that five-fold um, you know, star, the five-fold star of the middle five chakras, head, two arms, two torso, and two legs, human, which I read as five man, five manas, um, five aspects of mind, or conscious mind, one can say that body is first ray, mind is two, three, four, five, six, and spirit is seven. That's another way of reading, breaking the seven chakras into three, mind, body, spirit, you know, the, resolving the seven to three. Um, very sophisticated view in my limited view is uh, to consider the middle five, two, three, four, five, six, those that are varying and are to be observed, quote, as indications of seniority, meaning how much the soul has developed regarding forming a harvest or regarding harvestability, those five as mind, because they're all mind-related. And they're all involved in um, the skandhas of perception, cognition, or of samskara, and consciousness. So, uh, Ra sees, you know, the seven um, differently than we do, but we can also understand that red ray and violet are fixed, although, yes, we can say there are blockages in, in first ray. That's the nuanced understanding of that. 3416, with the red ray, an intense red ray, then be used as an index for seniority, the seniority system of incarnation, as well as the intense violet ray, um, and it's complicated because Rod said that, you know, they're not varying, right? They're fixed and not varying, 1-7, the 1-7 band, first ray, seventh ray. They're not varying, they're fixed. They also need to be observed uh, as summary registers or indications of harvestability or overall soul growth. And Don is wondering about that, and it's a very specific, interesting question. What about the intensity of red ray or <clears throat> the intensity of violet ray, the activity or connection and the, the, the condition of, of the 7-1 chakra band, is that also used as an index for seniority of vibration, really uh, seniority, Rod, Don is a little confused in the wording, seniority, seniority of what? Seniority system of incarnation is, is seniority by vibration or incarnative preference based on those that can make best use of uh, the dynamics, energetics of the planet at this time at the end of 3D. Uh, Ross talked about this before. Uh, Don uh, Ra explains it a bit and says, this is partially correct, meaning um, the intensity of the 1-7 band or red-violet as an index for seniority. Partially correct. Ra goes on, in the graduation or harvesting to fourth density positive, 40 positive, Red ray is seen only as that which, being activated, is the basis for all occurs in vibratory levels, the sum of this being violet ray energy. So, red ray is the basis, violet ray is the sum. First ray is the basis, Malkut, earth, red ray, earth element. Seventh ray, you know, Sahasrara, or uh, the crown chakra, is the sum of all that occurs, all vibratory levels. So the summation register or index is seven, seven, summation of summa, summation register or index or summary manifestation of the seven rays development is red in seven, while its basis in 3D is red ray, first ray. Then Rod goes on, this violet ray is the only consideration for fourth density positive. 
but of course <laughs> the the nature of the violet ray sum which is um, you know the, the seventh the all that occurs in the vibratory levels being summed or synthesized or expressed in violet ray that's the only consideration for 40 positive but that depends on you know work done in two three four five obviously then it goes on in assessing the harvestable fourth density negative so we're talking about positive and negative in assessing the harvestable fourth density negative the intensity of red as well as orange and yellow rays is looked upon quite carefully as a great deal of stamina and energy of this type is necessary for the negative progression it being extremely difficult to open the gateway to intelligent infinity from the solar plexus center Yee. this is necessary for harvest in 40 negative and so there's 40 positive 40 negative assessment for harvestability 440 positive well, Ross saying that they simply look at the overall summary index register manifestation in seventh ray which shows the development of the seven basically that's why it's not like it's you know it 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 manifests the full spectrum and that's the point seventh ray is not only seventh ray seventh ray is one through seven that's the point as i've said before in a certain way, chakras need to be seen as uh, sequential and summary, so that fourth chakra development in a balanced way equals one, two, three, four. Seventh ray condition is the sum of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven is one through six and seven, or seven. You know, the the sum of one through six is seven. What is seventh chakra? It's the sum of one through six, you can say. There, there are many ways of dividing this, but one can say that, that each successive chakra um, is a um, holographic um, synthesis of all prior chakras, energies, and consciousness conditions also. But in terms of 40 negative, uh, assessment for graduation, harvestability, yes, indeed, red, orange, and yellow are all looked at carefully, not simply the overall registry or sum of the being um, shown in violet ray, but also the specific conditions of one, two, three, because of what Ra saying is a great deal of stamina and energy of lower, of this type, meaning of body type, really, but uh, actually of the very um, lowly, the lowly quality of one, two, three, you know? the uh, earth, water, and fire qualities. Nothing, not, not greater than that. So uh, these types of energy are necessary for one on the negative path in general. Uh, it's extremely difficult, obviously, to open the gateway to intelligent infinity. That means the link of six and seven from solar plexus center. So to go from one, two, three, coiled spring blockage with fourth ray block two, to spring from three to five six seven is a big deal negative use of wisdom five and uh, negative use of universal energy six or intelligent energy six uh, springboarding into uh, seven or at least you know joining somewhat making contact with intelligent infinity open the gateway to intelligent infinity is making contact with intelligent infinity from solar plexus it's a piece of work and that's why 95 percent is a high number and almost all the human negatives will repeat. <clears throat> um, but I think they, they're being tested now and evaluated for their um, future destinations. There will be a division among those who are negatively trending now um, as to where they go in terms of the next 3D experience. That's part of what's going on here, is a winnowing of grades of negativity as well. 3417, is it possible for you to use as an example General Patton and tell me George G, George S or G Patton and tell me the effect that war had on him in his development? Interesting question, Ross says. This, is the, this will be the last full question of this working, 3417. The one of whom you speak, known as George, was one in whom the programming of previous incarnations had created a pattern or inertia, so pre-incarnative patterns is a form of inertia, or karma, which was irresistible in its incarnation in your time-space, meaning as Mr. George Patton. This entity was, a, was of a strong yellow ray activation, 
with frequent green ray openings and occasionally blue ray openings. So he was often heartful and occasionally um, mentally brilliant, <laughs> but he was mainly yellow ray. However, it did not find itself able to break the mold of previous traumatic experiences of a bellicose nature. And that's the case with humanity uh, as a whole. It, it has a very hard time breaking the mold, the pattern, the inertia, uh, that is the karmic inheritance of uh, the mind stream uh, from previous trauma, previous experiences um, of trauma and suffering and helplessness and powerlessness. Uh, in his case, for war. So he had been in war before. And in fact, if you look at the life of Patton, and I, the movie Patton with George C. Scott is a great movie, very uh, unpleasant, but, but really well done. Um, he talked about, you know, that he had a sense that he was on ancient battlefields. He sort of knew that he had past lives of being a uh, soldier before. This entity polarized somewhat towards the positive in its incarnation due to its singleness of belief in truth and beauty. This entity was quite sensitive underneath it all. It felt a great honor duty to the preservation of that which was felt by the entity to be true, beautiful, and in need of defense. This entity perceived itself as a gallant figure. It polarized somewhat towards the negative, also, in its lack of understanding the green ray it carried with it, rejecting the forgiveness principle which is implicit in universal love. So, he kind of had a mixed polarization. Ra said, the sum total of this incarnation vibrationally was a slight increase in positive polarity, but a decrease in harvestability. How about that? Due to the rejection of the law or way of responsibility, that is, seeing universal love, yet still it fought on. Very subtle here. So he increased, there was a slight increase in positive polarity related to his frequent green ray openings, heart, heartful heart openings, with, an, with occasional wisdom openings, less so than green, but mainly he was strong yellow, and um, couldn't get out of his, his uh, karmic um, set or karmic disposition, mind dispositional attitude set, that he was a warrior and warring for truth, you know, project, protection of the true and the beautiful. Truth and beauty need to be protected and defended, and we got a war on and on and on and on. And that was it. And I'm a gallant figure, he thought. So he polarized to the positive and the negative, both. Um, the negative in the, interestingly, that he didn't understand love, although he did appreciate truth and beauty. He had appreciation of her beauty, which is obviously uh, appreciated by love. And he appreciated truth, which also, in my view, is appreciated, is done by love. I mean, the, you know, green, uh, blue ray is, is, is wisdom. But wisdom can be used positive and negative, or the mind, the higher mind functions can be used positive and negative, clearly. But truth, the devotion to truth is, is positive use of fifth ray, obviously. Positive use of wisdom. Because truthfulness is, um, you know, embraces an unconditional acceptance, um, accepting what is, as as is, and that's called truth. That's a embeds a, that that has intrinsically a green ray activation involved, but he um, he sort of knew it but didn't want to know it. He rejected forgiveness, the forgiveness principle implicit in universal love meaning uh, in a deep level of love comes forgiveness. And I would say that forgiveness obviously includes true love. Uh, they're not interchangeable, but um, Ra is saying the forgiveness principle is implicit in love. Love is a greater principle. But this is um, actually sixth ray uh, love, different than fourth ray, meaning fourth ray love is still dualistic and forgiveness um, has a bigger view in, in my sense. But he, so he slightly increased in positive polarity uh, because of his efforts um, to fight on behalf of preservation of truth and beauty and his uh, regular green ray openings. Yet 
there was a decrease in harvestability because at the higher level, uh, he um, he uh, uh, absolved, uh, absolved, not absolved, but he he sort of um, avoided or denied or rejected um, kind of universal responsibility uh, that he knew better than to keep fighting on, meaning he, he was sort of addicted to fighting, even though he knew love and he saw universal love um, and yet didn't take, didn't, didn't take upon himself the responsibility that would come by seeing that love. And um, this is like saying, I know what's right, but I'm going to do my own way anyway. <laughs> I know that I'm hurting you, or I know that I'm making trouble, or I know that this is selfish and distorted, but I want to do it anyway. This, <laughs> uh, maybe we've all had some experience of that, um, this perhaps is an example of rejecting the, the way of responsibility. There's a higher knowing which is rejected in favor of um, carrying through with uh, selfish activity or desires. Anyway, um, one final question. Don had a lot of questions these days because Ra's really getting into the heart of uh, metaphysical, the, the spiritual principles of soul evolution here in the last few sessions, and that's great. Don3418 says, Do we have enough time for me to ask if the death almost immediately after cessation of the war of the entity Patton, could that have been so that it could be immediately reincarnated to possibly make harvest? And Ra said, this is precisely correct. That, that's a pretty uh, fine intuition Don had there. I mean, you could think that he died quickly after the war so that um, he wouldn't hurt himself further, so he wouldn't further make trouble. And that may be part of it too. But... Uh, Don, uh, very highly perceptive, acknowledged, recognized that uh, his rapid death, I think he was hit by a car or something, and perhaps he was, he was, you know, targeted, maybe he was assassinated. You know, that, that's the way they do it. That's the way the, the negatives do it, you know. They, they woo you, and then they uh, plump you up, and then they use you fully, and they squeeze you up, and they kick you down and throw you away. That's the way they do it five eyes and so uh, have fun <laughs> so that so anyway he um, died and um, the idea is that he could be reincarnated quickly uh, to have you know with more 3d experience to uh, perhaps be harvestable so you know maybe George s George George Patton um, you know was born again in uh, 1950 so he could be uh, any age so anyway that's very interesting. And uh, that's it for the main questioning. 3419 is the last exchange. Don says, thank you, and goes on. Then I will just ask if there's anything we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or to improve the contact. Ra gives the conclusion and says, all is well. We leave you, my friends, in the love and the light of the one which is all in all. I leave you in an everlasting peace. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator on the night. And so this is a kind of a long um, concluding benediction from Ra 3419, perhaps uh, as a result of, the, uh, of a great harmony uh, generated by this session and in the group. Interestingly, um, There were there's phrases here that they had not used before. They said all is well, um, and they leave us, their friends, our friends, in love and light of the one. You see, the one is above the logos, right? the 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 aspect of logos is the one infinite creator in uh, the process of manifesting light, or manifesting intelligent energy. Intelligent energy equals light which is different than the light of fifth ray, as opposed to fourth ray, fifth ray, love, light. But uh, the one is the one infinite creator, which is intelligent infinity. So intelligent infinity equals the one infinite creator. This is uh, the one which is all in all. 
it is all, and all is in all. You know, uh, where is God? Everywhere. <laughs> where is God not? Nowhere. <laughs> Everywhere is God. Everywhere is the one. The one is all. How could it, how it not be? One means uh, all. And so that all is also boundless or infinite. So one is infinity. One equals infinity. And um, you can say that that infinity is uncountable, and so it's also a zero or a void. It's not that there is nothing, but there is no distinction of things. There are no things, or all things are a manifestation of one, or all that appears to be many um, is actually um, a, a manifestation of, of one source, or is the one source of itself. <laughs> uh, so, uh, effects, um, you know, cause manifests as effect, but effect and cause are not separate. And so, um, reality, or the one um, infinite shimmering of the tapestry of life, L-I-F-E, capital L, um, manifests the appearance of forms and consciousness and energies and change in a linear way, like cause and effect, and yet that is all um, one being. And so the one is all in all, uh, and the one, there's nothing outside the one, and so God is everywhere, and um, all negativity is basically a manifestation of the infinite source also. What else could it be? It's not outside. So Ra also said, I leave you in an everlasting peace. So it's a very lovely phrase. So I think that um, the, the harmonics of this session were very fine in the group, and therefore the questioning is right is very deep and the answering is very centered on principles uh, and that's why they gave such a full rich um, benediction at the end here so anyway that's all for session 34 next week we'll go to session 35 moving right along session 35 is uh, very short there are only um, nine Q and A's but uh, there's some big ones. <laughs> and so the main material that's big is Franklin and Eleanor Roosevelt as examples of people dealing with catalyst and chakra development and um, you know the, the relative development of positive and negative polarization during a lifetime and subtle relationships between people that are metaphysical. You know, why is that my wife or my husband? Well, uh, perhaps they're serving a metaphysical function as teacher, as student, as supporter, as catalyst, <laughs> you know, difficult catalyst even. Uh, these are very subtle matters. So, um, from uh, Franklin and Eleanor Roosevelt, we go to Adolf Hitler, and then uh, some of the Nazis, uh, Goering and Himmler, and then Lincoln. And um, so, next session... <laughs> We may do in one or two classes. Um, we're dealing with uh, famous folks and um, an analysis of their relative chakra development, their relative positive and negative polarization, their programming and handling of a catalyst during their lifetimes, and um, how souls are evaluated and judged, judged without hatred, without without any confusion, without any blame, but they are judged after death. And the judging is basically simply a clear, full-spectrum analysis of the development of the seven rays, um, how well the person has done. And we will all have that judging, or life review, uh, or multi-incarnational multi assessment and analysis post-death, post-incarnation. Of course, it's leaving the physical body, that's all that's happening. It's not a death of anything essential other than the physical um, material anchor here. 
but um, we'll see these examples of famous folks and um, that's very interesting because we can compare to ourselves and see how well we've been doing and, and how Catalyst is um, modified during incarnation and how um, the life plan of everyone here is a series of tests, just as Nityananda said, each moment being a test. And um, it doesn't mean that there's no pleasure and joy and happiness and time to take it easy and have fun. It just means that there is uh, a work to be done uh, as the purpose of incarnation. There is work to be done. But it doesn't have to be drudge, miserable, you know, hellish, unpleasant, terrible work. Um, you know, it's like uh, when you need when you need something, um, you simply make the efforts to get it, and uh, you may enjoy it, you may not, and that's the kind of work. It's basically following uh, many levels of desire and um, seeking uh, that which we feel is right for us, as everyone does. So anyway, thank you very much for today. Uh, I appreciate your being here. I wish you all well. See you next time, and good night.